We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Previously on Gresh and Fourier. You know who's like that? It was Mike Vrabel. Vampire blood? Absolutely. Could go out all night, could drink, could just smoke butts and like wake up in the morning and run like a deer. It was so infuriating. <laughs> like to see this you guy. You always wanted to rip darts before games. No, or? no. This is Gresh and Fourier. Fans here at Paycom Center really showing their appreciation for this historic offensive performance. They're putting up a buck 50. And putting on quite the presentation. Andy Gresh. May not be the most popular thing to say, but you got to go through some shit you want to get to where you want to get to, whether it's good or bad, and that's just how it is. Christian Fourier. The, the, the current New England roster compared to what it used to be when I coached against them. There's one player on that team that would have started for those teams, and that's Matt Judon. Everything else, none of these guys would have started. That's why I call it a JVT. Gresh and Fourier right now. Classic, I can find open receivers if they're not laying on the ground hurt because Matt Patricia both of you guys run 10-yard digs into each other. On W-E-E-I. Oh, we'll get to Rex Ryan and some of his whatnot. Good morning, everybody. Oh, good morning. Quick uh, housekeeping, housekeeping report. First of all, do you like the way you look today? I, I forced Gresh to put the Twitch stream on so he could see his beautiful face. Yeah, I don't you look at me right now. No, you look I great. Just, look at you. No, I don't. Yes, I just look good. Look at God. You're so handsome. It. I didn't know I was working with a Kardashian. <laughs> it is so vain that he's got a. Oh, I need to look at my beautiful self while I'm in studio, pontificating to the yeah. rest of the world everything I know about sports. Well, that's not what it is. It's I think that I I, I like. Uh, first of all, it's a habit. Two, um, I do like to interact with the Twitch Twitch fans. Well, yes, yes that is something I like to do. Being, you don't like to do it. You're being, more of a text guy. Being a narcissist would be a habit. I mean, aren't we all kind of in a way like you're in radio, you're in entertainment. How all long have you and I known each other? Do I? Am Too I, long. Am I really a narcissist? Well, I mean, listen, there are different definitions who's the guy for narcissist. Who's the guy that said ten minutes ago? I like looking at myself. <laughs> well, I said it with a smile. Okay, but I mean, yeah, every now and then, aren't we all? Aren't we all a little bit vain in the end? Like, can we not all just admit that? Like, no. you, you feel good when you look good. I'm not vain. Like, right I don't want to be around people. Like, what, no. See, <laughs> are, we, are you a recluse? Uh, no. Uh, you mean a uh, a hermit? Yes. Or, is, oh yeah, pretty much. Really? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to get you out. People. We're are gonna over- have to get you out. We're gonna have to get you out. People are, are overrated. Well, people, you're right. People are overrated, but going out is not. Like enjoying like life is not. You mean like being around other people trying to enjoy things well, that I would like to enjoy without that? I am not talking about going in line at Disney World and, and going to some oh. amusement park. That is death. 
Death, death, death. I want nothing to do with that. That is the seventh circle of hell. Okay. Okay. But but just real quickly, we're going to have to just some quick housekeeping for the morning show. Here's just some advice. When the show is over, get the hell out. You you don't have to go home, but you, you can't stay here. Wiggy especially. He's the you you like to linger, but you get up. Okay. The one thing I loved about Keith, amongst amongst other things, was that when his when your guys' show was over, man, there was nobody out of this building quicker than Keith. I appreciate that. I like that. I want my chair. I want my computer screen. Oh, shiny red ball. <laughs> yeah. Hey, watch out. <laughs> That's right. I want that. That's it. Chris, you're you're get off used the to exit it. ramp already. Get used to it. This is your life for the next ten years. If we can make it to ten. If we make it. Ten years, Greg. Ten weeks. Ten weeks. I should say ten weeks. Ten weeks. At the ten-week mark, we need a wellness check on Gresh. I was easy on you yesterday. We had, a lot, be, we had a lot of serious stuff to talk about. I will be completely fine as you stare at your beautiful self oh, under everyone on Twitch. Can we get a one shot? Fine. <laughs> Give him the one shot. Where's my one shot camera? Oh, here it is. The, Wait, is that uh, it? And he said, uh, Wait, and, oh, there it is. Go ahead. Now you can hear. Just look at the. This look straight ahead. Hey, knucklehead. I'm over here. Where? Hey, look. Oh. Look there. Oh, there we go. Yeah, they got you on the, the one shot. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the whole show. Just I'm gonna. I want to be real intimate with Fine. my audience. I want them to really understand and feel the emotion that I'm kind of giving them right now, so like they can really vibe on it. Yeah, the Twitch just chat. used to be the whole time. Never put Gresh on the Twitch. Just the, uh, wanted to be a one man show. Yeah, the Twitch chat is on fire after <laughs> you. As you could imagine <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI is where you can watch us do this show. Text us at three seven ninety three seven. Someone said, isn't it the basis of narcissism to talk into a microphone yes. and assume thousands of people want to hear what you have to say? Well, Mr. Yes, 857, I guess I would say this. You're lucky that the person talking into the microphone <laughs> read your tiny little tweet so that you can feel <laughs> a part of it, too. How's that? <laughs> we want to start, you, you uh, be, you we start firing at people today? Let's have yes, some fun. actually. Call in if you're a narcissist. So to, you know, oh, there you go. Because I'm sure they'll, and they'll use their real name and all that yeah. as well. Well, I wish the Celtics were a little more narcissistic when it came to playing yeah. defense because yeah. uh, they're standing around uh, smelling their own farts and uh, looking at their own record in the standings because last night, even though the Oklahoma City Thunder Fourier were without their best player, yeah. the Boston Celtics gave up one 150 points last night in losing in Oklahoma City 150 to, to 117. Do. Good Lord, is that hard, it's hard to, to do. do? It really is hard to do when you think about it. I think what do they have? Uh, uh, seven uh, Thunder players uh, were in double digits in scoring. So they all, and the funny thing is, like in the first quarter, like the Celtics were only down one. Right. They're all, you're like, all right. Okay, good. Like, okay. And, you know, if you look at, like, just stats and, like, NBA stats and information, you look at where the Thunder sit as far as, the, you know, all the important stats. They're, like, bottom bottom of everything. They're tanking still. They're, they're bottom of everything. They're they looking don't to have draft their best another players. seven foot of the weighs 140 pounds. So you played sports, right? We've all been in competitive, uh, you know, situations before. Was this a look-ahead game? Was this, was this them playing Dallas, uh, you know, in a couple days? And them sitting there going, okay, they find out that uh, the Thunder's best player is not playing in this game. So they, what do they kind of, they lose some of their edge. You know, they, they figure, hey, we can just roll the ball out there. 
and they can just kind of perform, and they're just going to lay down. This has been building defensively, quite honestly. Like, last night was a real defensive breakdown, as in you played none. So I think there were warning signs, quite honestly. However, it is human nature to just be like, well, they're winning, so it must not be that bad. Now they've hit the skids a little bit. There was the West Coast trip a couple weeks ago where they sputtered somewhat. We see them here getting smacked by Oklahoma City. And uh, Eddie House, right? He is basketball Fourier, Eddie House, breaking it down on TV and all that, championship credibility, all that, whatnot. Eddie House, after the game, skewered this team. If you have championship aspirations, you better get it together because this is not the, the traits of a championship team. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. Okay, so I, I heard that. I saw it, too. And there is this element of, okay, well, they're really not a championship team. They don't have that pedigree yet. And then the other side of it is like, well, you know, even the best teams have a bad day, right? Even the best teams have a bad day. I don't care. You wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Maybe something's going on in your life. No, because I would usually say take your, your best game, throw it out. Take your worst game and throw it out. Okay. Right now, this is their worst game. But to, to, to Eddie's kind of point, if you're going to be that guy and you're on the road and you're playing against a team that does not have their best player and they are tanking, even though if you don't have Robert Williams, you should put your foot on their neck and choke them out early. I'm with you. Early. Yep. Because cause that doesn't that kind of go with the territory? Hey, I'm going to be this. I want to do that. I want to be considered this. I want to be taken seriously. Or is the fact that it wasn't a national game, right? It wasn't on TNT. You don't have Charles Barkley criticizing you, you know, you know, oh, joking no. about you. It was so Tuesday, maybe you, Tuesday night in Oklahoma City. It was a real hopping time. Yeah, so to <laughs> me, I feel like you have to, you have to like, you know, learn to not let that affect you. Well, you know, but I'm a human. I'm a, there's a lot going on in the world. It doesn't matter anymore. So I, I know, do you give them the benefit of the doubt? I don't because they're five and seven, I think it is, in the last 12 games. Finn in the Twitch chat just posted that in there. And uh, to me, there were warning signs. I think the problem was you didn't have Time Lord back and completely healthy. So there was the, okay, well, they're blowing doors. They're, they're the high-scoring team in the NBA. And more people, and you know this as well as anybody, more people lean towards offense than defense. You can be a great defensive team in the NBA, but there'll be people who'll be like, well, they can't score enough to be able to win. And then sure enough, the Miami Heater in the NBA Finals scoring 95 points every playoff game. So there were warning signs from my end, but this is why I'm not super concerned. Did you hear Jalen Brown after the game? Jalen Brown has recognized the problem with this team right now during this sort of skid. He nails it. We got our ass kicked. That's what happened. Um, you come out, you take it for granted. That's what happens. And we probably had it coming to us. You know, came out in the last couple of games. Um, we pick and choose when we want to play. Um, we wasn't connected. Oh, didn't have no. each other's back out there. You know, no help side of defense. We didn't guard our yard. And... Those young boys over there came out, and they made us look bad. They embarrassed us. They kicked our ass, and that's what happened. So you've been around coaches, I'm sure, who have said you guys have pick and choosing when you want to play. The fact that one of your best players said that after the game, I don't don't know if he's parroting what Joe Mazzulla might have said, but that made me feel better after last night that Jalen Brown has recognized the problem. And by the way, that is not uncommon in terms of good NBA teams where – to the point, oh, it's an idle Wednesday night for a 7 o'clock start in Detroit. Oh, God. Yeah, 
you know, in like you know, like in the, like the, what is like January third, Tuesday night. You can understand, but I would like to expect that their standards are a little bit higher now. I guess that that's why I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a great team, if you want to be you know like for real, and you want people to be scared of you, because now you have this, whether you like it or not, you have this ginormous target on your back. Like yeah, now now you're the hunted. You're not hunting other teams. You're the hunted, and you're the defending Eastern Conference right. champions. So you so do have a little you, bit of championship credibility. Sure. So then you can understand a young team like Oklahoma Thunder, right? You can understand that they're going okay. Listen, because they played you tough last time. They, they played did. you tough, and they play tough all the time. They're a long so, team. That's the problem with them. They have great length. Does Oklahoma City, and it's problematic for some squads. So I would say like okay, so you're down what uh, was it down twenty? Uh, at halftime. Right around there. I think so, it's 20 or 21. Yeah, so you come in, you're sitting there, go, okay, they're going to get a good talking to. So they go inside go inside the locker room, Missoula yells at them, and sure enough, they get beat up in the third quarter also. They're outscored 48 to 37. Well, that's a problem. Okay, so you didn't respond. You scored 37 points in an NBA yeah. quarter, by the way, and still got outscored yeah. by 11. So, so it, it, you can look and say offense, but the defense was a big part of last year. Yeah, so I think there's um, – I, I wouldn't, like, press the panic button – Oh no! Just yet, but but however, but there is just looking into this game a little bit more. I just went and looked at the standings, and I have not been paying attention to the Brooklyn Nets at all. Sure as hell, they're a half game behind you. They're on a heater. Yeah, they won a lot in a row. I don't know where the streak is at. Like, what happened to the dysfunctional Nets and like Kyrie Irving and like no coach and all this craziness going on? Suddenly. Everything that like you know, guys like Scal and other people have warned us about Gary Washburn about this team suddenly. Like you gotta be, you gotta take them for real now. Like they're not just gonna dysfunctionally crumble. It seems like they're they've somewhat figured out at least in the short term. So now they're chasing you too. The Bucks are chasing you too. The Cavs are chasing you too. So you really, you know, I don't know what you think, what your thoughts are on seeding in the NBA. Uh, oh, it matters. I think you won games at home. You know, uh, look, they had to go win a game. You got to win a game seven against Milwaukee or excuse me, game six, whatever it was. Yeah, I think home court matters. I just brought up the Brooklyn schedule. Yeah. Here's a part of the reason why they got on a heater. Charlotte, Atlanta, Indiana, Washington, Toronto. Who isn't bad? Detroit, Golden State has uh, stunk on the road this year. They did beat Milwaukee. They did go to Cleveland, but they beat Atlanta, Charlotte, and San Antonio. So quite honestly, they're playing some of the dregs of the NBA right now, and you would like to think with a little bit of talent like Brooklyn has that they are capable of this, but it isn't them beating all of the playoff teams in the Eastern Conference here in this latest streak, but... That's all that matters is just find a way to get in the playoffs. Here's the thing. If you're if you're a team like Brooklyn, avoid the play-in. That's all you got to do. Avoid the play-in. Get in the regular structure. If you're Boston, it's we need the number one seed. Not that we want it. We need that number one seed. Got to be that team this year who not only defends their crown, but also says it's coming through Boston. And that matters, I think. Yeah. No. And so, I mean. How many this, times I, did you I, hate I, travel? Well, I didn't mind it. We only did it once, like with eight times a year. Listen, I mean, I don't know what OKC has to offer as far as nightlife. You know, I've had some nights out there. But even in but playoff, now you're going to Dallas. But and you're even like, in playoff yeah, games, Dallas. right? But playoff games at home versus playoff games on the road. In oh the NFL, yeah, 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 big yeah. difference. Yeah, no, I would say you know in the NBA, I feel like it matters even more so because just you know when you think about it, if you can, you can almost set your watch to it. 
hey, you know what? When you're looking at a seven game series, uh, you know, you know th- that team knows they're going back home. They're usually going to win that first game, and that seventh game, if it is back at home, obviously for the team that's supposed to win, uh, they have so much uh, of an asset, you know, playing in their home crowd. Big. It's big. So, so forget about it. So, so no, it's not talking about off it. As it's, it's on the radar for us to continue to watch in part, Christian, because this is where Joe Mazzulla has got to show he can coach. Yeah, and I feel like that was my next question. I know we're up against it, but it was like, how does he handle it? You know, how does he handle? Listen, because even with Ime, there was this long, lots of questions, even, you know, in the first half of the season, they couldn't get out of their own way. Finally, they started listening to him, and finally they started playing better. Yeah, I feel like Joe Mazzulla probably needs that same kind of uh, response. So we will get to uh, the latest on Damar Hamlin, and has the media gone too far with this story? We'll explain that coming up at uh, 1045 because Christian heard something yesterday that definitely uh, struck a chord and made the uh, text string. We will get into Mac Jones today. We do have the plan for the Patriots and the Bills, and looks like Week 18 is just full steam ahead at this point in the NFL. Uh, We'll get you a lunchtime parlay where I let everybody down. Andy Hart will be with us at uh, 1220, and at 1145, Bill Belichick didn't speak yesterday. He will speak today at 1145. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to dip in on it. If it stinks or he's not saying anything or whatever, we know we'll bail out. But I think a lot of people have been waiting to hear Bill Belichick's perspective on what went down on Monday Night Football in Cincinnati. So we will uh, hear that. Twitter, Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I. Instagram, Gresh and Fourier. Because I don't know if somebody gobbled it up or whatever, but we try to get these things all switched around with all the uh, different shows. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. I'll tell you what, if you're watching on Twitch, you're going to see a lot dreamy of clouds. Dreamy Christian for you. Oh, lots oh, of clouds. I need a haircut. Hey, oh, 
I got wolf neck. Do you have wolf neck? No. I totally get. Wolf I neck. try to trim it up. Uh, well, doing doing TV like we do. See, narcissist. You gotta you gotta trim it up. If, no, if you weren't a narcissist, no, 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 you would let it grow like a wolf. No, right, guys? No, like it a, isn't that like a bear? See, because what I'm about to say, Fourier is going to agree with, <laughs> because I know he's as similar as me. <laughs> you like money, <laughs> so do I. And if I walked in like a wolf, they'd be like, hey, yeah. would you mind trimming yeah. that up? And I'd say, yes, thank you. Right. I like true. the 20 uh, extra checks per year yeah, from doing TV. So let's not go down that road right. there, okay. tough guy. <laughs> guy who wants to look at himself in the mirror. Right. This is not loud. For the record, this is not the angle I like. I, I can't see any of the comments. So if we can get somebody in oh, here. Oh, I didn't pop the comments up. I figured you'd do it on one of your three computers that you got there. I have one computer, I got, I got. You have four computers. No, I have a call screener, which isn't a computer. So, okay. But I where's can't use other, it as a computer. Other, where's my other computer? Where's your laptop? You I don't, bring, I don't use I use my computer. You had, a, you had a laptop yesterday. Because I, you guys go in this other room, and I don't have a computer there because you guys hog all the computers, so I got to bring my own. Well, there's only two in there as well. Exactly. I'm like I'm like left out. So where should so we have to move we have to move the pre-show so that you can yes. not stare at a computer. You just want one around. Act like I'm part of the team. I was just gonna say I don't like feel welcome a, yet. What do you mean you don't feel welcome, like welcome yet? I feel like there's a lot of there's you're a lot of static between me and Billy. Midnight watch. Billy and I there's a lot of static between Billy and Billy's I don't know what the his easiest, problem is. Billy's the easiest guy to work with, and poor Terp's just happy to be here. He's like, I'm not <laughs> one to screw up. He does just smile the whole he time. Does. Doesn't he does smiling the whole time. He's, He's loving life waves. right smile now. Smile and wave, smile and wave. Uh so while while we are learning to settle in in day two of Gretchen Fourier, are the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots just kind of acting like everything is okay now? And that you're going to play this game and you're going to prepare. I heard the Greg Hill show this morning talking about, hey, there might be a chance that this game gets pushed. What happens if something happens with Damar Hamlin? By the way, the latest is, is that he's doing better. And we'll hear from his uncle coming up. He's doing better. But in terms of bills are going to have no media availability today. Apparently, they're going to have a walkthrough. Uh, Sal Sports, Sal Capaccio is going to join us at 120 from out in Buffalo to sort of set the scene on their end. But yeah, if you, so you you were an NFL player. Well, you just walking in the building today, and it's like, well, well, what team Wednesday, am I on? You're on the Bills. Well, it's okay, so if I'm the Bills, it's it's there's a lot of unknowns, and I think you got to understand that the schedule is going to change a lot. That uh, depending on what happens, the updates from Demar uh, are going to like I guess uh, you know dictate your mood. I think, and your willingness to concentrate. I feel like that's important, your willingness to concentrate because I just feel like you will be thinking about other things other than the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, like the ball, like, you know, I saw this thing from Keyshawn Johnson. He was talking about how in 1997, Reggie Brown, linebacker for Reg- for the Lions. I saw, I heard him talking about this. I thought this was really interesting, and they actually had footage uh, so, you know, Keyshawn was talking about it. The same exact scenario other than the fact they tried to they had to pre- uh, perform CPR on him also uh, because uh, he wasn't breathing, but it wasn't twice, and it wasn't didn't seem to be as life-threatening now when you look back at it, but at the time it was hectic. Well, in 97, it was just scrape them off the turf, we're going to play. Well, they now did. Now the sensibility they, is a little different. But uh, still, they're they're performing CPR. They put them on, on the yeah. green. They put them in, and then everybody just plays again. And they're doing the exact same thing. They're holding hands. The Jets and the Lions. Sure enough, they say, okay, let's keep going. Game starts over again. They throw a ball to Keyshawn Johnson, and he drops it. And he admits, 
I wasn't even thinking about it. That was I couldn't concentrate. He admitted it. That was pretty big of him. Yeah, so I was like, well, you asked me, hey, what's going on in Buffalo? Man, they're not concentrating. I would say this. Um, they're not retaining anything. Right? So I could you could put up a play. Yep. Mm-hmm, yep. No questions. Yep. I got it. But I'm not retaining a thing. So I, by the time I go out to walk through, because the way it works, and you know this, the game plan is up on the board. You have your meetings. And then you go walk through. You literally walk through all the plays that the coach just gave you. Here's your running plays. Here's your passing plays. And everyone's just walking. Obviously, it's a walkthrough. And then you end up screwing up because nobody retained anything. Because nobody was paying attention. Nobody was concentrating. So you you lose a day. You lose reps. And now you're pushing that forward because now nobody wants to get physical, so you're not really going to practice. So you lose that day. You're still worried about your teammate. And then here comes Thursday. Well, now I got I got third down. I got uh, red zone. I got to install. Okay, well, we still haven't learned anything from Wednesday. All right, well, now we got to, okay, well, let's add more stuff. Well, now it's, you know, towards the end of the season, every team cuts sh- uh, shortens their practice. So a well, especially a ten, against the division opponent. Well, but but you even got a lot of institutional it's, knowledge. It's January though, Gresh. Right. So right. I so love everybody's looking. I love the last six weeks of the season because a fifteen minute period is now nine. So a twenty play period is now seven. <laughs> right. No, it's just I interesting know to I'm, hear that. I'm be like, done. Oh, I'm out of here. I'm like, I, and then the next thing you know, you go, wow, we're done with practice, and you get out of there because it's you know. It's like, what, what are we really going over? The same play for like eight months. But now I feel like I feel like that is the concern if I'm Sean McDermott of the Buffalo Bills. That would be my concern. That is interesting. And I do wonder how much a divisional opponent plays in to this because, and you know it, I mean, when you match up so many times against each other as the Patriots and the Bills have, you know, there's there's a lot of knowledge on each side. And I thought in the last time out against the Bills, the Patriots did a really good job of keeping Josh Allen in the pocket. Now, unfortunately for the Patriots' defense, they gave up a ton of traditional rushing yards, which really hurt them. So I don't think there's anything schematically that either team has really done that you've got to go nuts in preparing for. However, that said, you mentioned the concentration issues that could be in Buffalo how big of an advantage is that for the Patriots in trying to throw in some different things to sort of catch them with their pants down? Okay, I'm glad you asked that because we didn't even talk about this, but I was thinking about this as I was driving in because the way the Bills, but the way the Patriots beat the Bills, even if this wasn't going on, was their defense. Their defense would have to generate extra opportunities, extra situational, um, you know, plays where they, you know, loss of down, you know, field goals, all that stuff. Like the defense is what's trending in the right direction. Uche, Barmore playing better, secondary. Those guys are going to, all those back end players that mm-hmm. were hurt against uh, the Dolphins uh, are all going to be back, hopefully. So that's where you're going to generate extra opportunities. And with an offense, that is discombobulated and, you know, maybe a little bit, you know, I don't know what you would call it, on edge? You call them on edge? Uh, yeah, I, I can buy that. I don't know. Like, I'm just like. I I'm, don't know exactly maybe, how to formulate th- Put it. yourself in the Bills. Put yourself. Okay, let's bring ourselves to Sunday at 1 o'clock. Yep. That stadium is going to be going nuts. No question. And there's going to be Demar Hamlin. Yep, it'll be more than playoffs, but not Super Bowl in terms of the emotion. But it'll 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 be, and I wouldn't even say electric because that's that's like for a playoff atmosphere, and you're playing for. I feel like it'll be different. I feel like there will be a strong 
like you know presence there. The fans will feel like they have to do their part yeah. to help mentally Absolutely. get that team ready to play. Yes, I, I I do think so. Now, now you're already wound up. You haven't you know really practiced. You didn't retain anything. Now you're forcing the issue. Mm-hmm. You know what? I've done this all the time. Listen, I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna force it. I'm Josh Allen. Bam! I'm back to my my owning days where he was throwing pick after pick. We thought it was Brett Favre. All he kept throwing was picks. Strong arm, but he could he 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 was stupid. So I feel like, and this is terrible to say, that the Patriots could some way benefit. From the situation. Well, and that is, and, and again, it, uh, let's put the preface. I, yeah, that's, that's why I say I hate to say it. Let's preface it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're as concerned about Damar Hamlin as anyone. However, in the interest of doing good sports talk and moving on with life, we realize that our thoughts and prayers are with him, even though we are having normal discussions. Would you like to pray now? Oh, we're going to get to that. Would you like to pray right, pray right now, Gresh? We're going to get to that. <laughs> So anyway, so to your question, dear like, Lord, <laughs> I hope the good God graces me with a fantastic sandwich for lunch. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's what you're praying for. Yeah. No. So I think it, I do think it. Uh, and I listen. Nobody's going to talk about this. You're not going to see any ESPN analyst discuss this. And oh, say they're not going to want to touch. And this. even if I was a player for the Patriots. I wouldn't be talking about it, but but I could understand, like if a team, like if a if a team had like a you know uh, I don't know if they were displaced, like like if they were displaced, well, if you were like the Chargers trying to figure out, waiting for the other, waiting for the Rams to build their stadium, and you're playing in some soccer stadium in Inglewood for two years, yeah, or even like when New Orleans or or the Saints were displaced because of a hurricane, oh, or even go. like yeah, Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo being displaced. Buffalo going to Detroit. Going to Detroit, I do feel like sometimes, like, hey, that works and guys love it, you know, and it's like a little like mini vacation and it's like a bowl game. And other times in this situation, I, I do feel like it could have a negative effect because you're just not. They're telling me to be ready and I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do what Justin Jefferson did. Um, was it just no Stefan uh, Diggs? Stefan Diggs, sorry, we're up to five now yeah. between the last uh, two days. I know. Listen. Well, I, I, I told Turk to clip those. So oh, yeah, we'll have, yeah. Are we we'll going to do that on Friday? I don't know, but we're going to reserve our right to possibly do it I on think Friday. We should, we should definitely do it. We <laughs> should definitely I think do you it. Had, I, had, I had people in the Twitch chat. I'm glad you didn't see it. Yeah. Because you would have seen the Twitch chat. People like Fourier's calling him Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I do it all the time. Ste- Steph Diggs. Anyway. Because I think people like, you know, so Steph Diggs in real time on Monday night yelling and screaming at his teammates. Like, let's go. We're going to play this game. He that tried was, to get him That was focused. weird. So what do you think is going to be like on Sunday at 1? I would like to think that there would be two things that will happen. One is as long as DeMar Hamlin continues to improve or stay the same, then I do think the players will be able to rationalize it and they'll be able to talk amongst themselves where they can – because if you're either of these head coaches – you got to tread lightly a little bit just in terms of how you talk about it. Like Bill Belichick would not be able to stand in front of his team today and go, listen, we're all thinking about DeMar Hamlin. However, while that guy's laid up in the hospital, this team ain't going to be thinking da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I think you got to walk a fine line on that if you're a coach to not come across as completely insensitive, but also acknowledge that, hey, we might be able to get a play or two in here that these guys aren't going to be ready for. And then there's that crowd. This team... The Bills I'm talking about will have to 
respond to the crowd as they get whooped up ready for kickoff. And I think those people will be ready to kind of help them do that. And you know this. That will change the mindset a little bit. That'll be the, man, look at all these people here who are not only supporting our guy Hamlin that we love, but are supporting us as well. I think that pregame emotion might be the thing that snaps the Bills out of it because if it doesn't, there's nobody on the sideline that's going to be able to do it minus DeMar Hamlin walking out to stand on the sidelines, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And an extreme I've, example. I've seen it both ways, and you're just reminding me. So it's either a 51-0 beatdown by the Bills on the Patriots. Like, it's they're it's just, whooped up and they're going to yeah, be, yep. Just no, listen, I, it's, you, you know, don't mm-hmm, even fight anymore. Right. Or you're crazy, here comes a kickoff, the Patriots run it back for a touchdown. Yep. It's like everybody's out of their lanes. And you've you're taken just, the ah! life out of the stadium. Yeah, you're like, oh, no. You and know, you're like, a first quarter, should I feel guilty for being happy? Hey, a Patriots first quarter hot start might be a bigger key than it's been at any point this year to try to, to your point, sort of take the life out of that building. Because that's the thing. Like, from noon on, I'm assuming, even in warm-ups, there's going to be tributes, there's going to be people, uh-huh. there's going to be signs, there's oh, going to be a be like a Super Bowl game. <laughs> as far as the amount of press passes that are going to be allowed. Oh, you know what? I didn't even think of that. It's going to be packed. Normally week 18 where it's the Bills are just like, all right, when do we play next week? But now, that's a good point. It's going to be covered as if it's a, a, a playoff game. And just as far as like, you know, we're not doing X's and O's, but if you, you know, on Sunday when you're doing a pregame show, Right with yeah. uh, with with Keith and and Wiggy, did I get that right? I think it's just Wiggy. It's just Wiggy. No more Keith. And okay. whomever Ken decides okay. to text on Sunday morning <laughs> okay. that can join in. That's the way it works now. Uh, normally, yeah. It's uh, so, hey, Lanny's available. You want him in there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Demar Hamlin uh, was only playing. He was playing for a while because Micah Hyde, the starting for safety, got hurt week two. Mm-hmm. So he gets hurt week two, and Hamlin is kind of forced into starting second year guy. But you know, whatever, he's. He's uh, you know, he's doing the best he can. Now he's gone. So now you're on to your third guy. Advantage Patriots. Uh, that should be Taquan Thornton in the slot yeah. making a safety go. Oh, what am I looking yeah. at? Oh, I'm looking at him running for a touchdown. So you you're sitting there going, "Okay, well, what's the shrapnel effect? Who's benefiting from this? Well, the Patriots are because they they have you know, they don't they're on down to the third safety." Mm-hmm. So I mean, let's take advantage of it. Let's pick on this guy. I don't even know who he is. I'd have to look at, you know, our lads. And well, that's the, the dot. Brian's, I was just going to say, who it we, is yet. we'd have to, they, we don't even they're know. They're having practice. They're doing a walkthrough. Who knows what they're, they're probably taking some game plan that they did last time and, and just regurgitating that. Well, that's, you know, you wonder about the level of engagement from the coaches as well, because Sean McDermott is normally pretty stone faced. It was the first time that I saw that guy show a different kind of emotion on a football field when they were all looking at Damar Hamlin and he brought them over to all say the prayer and all that. And speaking of that, you know, Fourier and I yesterday sort of walked on the edge of the Damar Hamlin story because people were talking about what happened and there was a lot of reaction on the phones and things like that. But at some point, as we just discussed, you're going to have to turn the page and get ready to play a game. And yet the media, they're not there yet. And there was an example on ESPN yesterday that um, even my grandma Jesus Retha <laughs> might have disagreed with. We will get to that next with Gresham Fourier. W-E-E-I. Love E-I, W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. Tell your smart speaker to play 93.7 W-E-E-I. Gresham Fourier on W-E-E-I. 
right, we're going to get a lot in here. And listen, I love the Lord. I've heard about the Lord since I've been three years old. I have told stories in this time slot of how my grandma, Jesus Retha, no word of a lie, Jesus was on her front license plate and her, her first name, Retha, was on the back. And I got out of vacation Bible school eventually because I told my grandma, I'm going to hurt someone if you send me again. And I pushed a kid down the hill at Bible <laughs> camp and got sent away. So I guess I'm already booked on the Acela to hell. Might be, I don't know. And maybe what we're about to get into is going to f- advance my booking. Well, well, I will say this. So we had a similar background because I, my mom used to take me to like, uh, like where they would like speak in tongues at these healing, like, you know, religious ceremonies where everybody would somebody, you know, you'd seen them on TV. Somebody would be hurt. Everybody would pray over this person. All Ernest Angley and Benny Hinn. And, yes, and then uh, and then everyone put their hands up in the hey! air. They were all speaking in tongues, and like they taught, they tried to get me to speak in tongues, which is kind of what I feel like I do now. I was just gonna say, uh, but yeah. So no, so I'm with you. Um. So yesterday, <laughs> the uncle of Damar Hamlin, Dorian Glenn, gave an update not only on his nephew. But he also talked about that power of prayer. But here is Damar Hamlin's uncle, Dorian Glenn, on the latest with his nephew. Right now, they're just trying to get him to breathe better. Um, He's on a ventilator to help him with breathing. And um, they're trying to get his lungs back to to full strength. Um, He was like on 100% um, being assisted by the ventilators yesterday. And um, he's approved, I believe, up to 50%. So that's definitely an upward trend, and we're thankful for that. I really believe, like, you know, the power of prayers and, like, I mean, it's it's been prayers from all around the world. I can't believe the outpour of just 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 well wishes, prayers, and support from everybody, man. And it, 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 it just, it, it's so touching and, and, and heartfelt that it helps us to be able to deal with it because it shows us, like I was saying earlier, that we're not alone in dealing with this and, you know, wishing my nephew a speedy recovery. Okay, so... The uncle talked about the power of prayer. And then yesterday on national television, on NFL Live, Laura Rutledge is the host. She is fantastic. You can put her in any role, and she's great. We're big fans of the uh, big swagoo. And, of course, Dan Orlovsky, who you hear on WEEI. This is what went down on NFL Live yesterday. And just think as you're listening is this going a, just a little, little too far from the media? Football gave me everything. You know, and I think even through the midst of absolute tragedy last night, I think you saw some of the beauty of football mm-hmm. as well, that it's brought us all here together. Um, you know, like, this is a little bit different. I heard, I've heard it all day, like, thoughts and prayers. And you just heard Scherf and Jonathan Allen say, like, all we can do is pray for him. And I've heard the Buffalo Bills organization say that we believe in prayer. And maybe this is not the right thing to do, but I want to, it's just on my heart that I want to pray for it is. DeMar Hamlin right, right, right now. Um, I'm going to do it out loud. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to bow my head, and I'm just going to pray for him. Right now. Um, God, we come to you in these moments that we don't understand, that are hard, uh, because we believe that you're God, and coming to you and praying to you um, has impact. We're, we're sad. We're angry. Um, and we want answers, but some things are unanswerable. We just want to pray, truly come to you, and pray for strength for Damar, for healing for Damar, for comfort for Damar. 
to be with his family, to give them peace. If we didn't believe that prayer didn't work, we wouldn't ask this of you, God. Um, I believe in prayer. We believe in prayer. We lift up Damar Hamlin's name in your name. Amen. 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 It's beautiful. Respectfully. Your thoughts for you. Okay. It was, was, I, born and raised Catholic, been to all these revivals, literally done everything. Uh, that was me. That's a that's broken, God calling that's God you. calling me. God, I'm busy. That's the devil calling so, you. So, uh, listen, under the circumstances, that was a little cringe, cringe worthy for me. Uh, okay, a little yeah. cringe worthy for me. Uh, under the circumstances, Gresh, I'm gonna accept it. I'm gonna accept it and say, this is your one pass. This is your one pass. Under the circumstances, I will accept it. Um, now. I'm not doing that. I'm not as, you know, God-fearing as Dan Orlovsky. Uh, I don't think I've been to church in the last, like, 10 years. And when I did go, it was on Christmas. So, under the circumstances, I'm going to accept it. What say you? Um, completely out of place. Um, you, you're praying for Ryan Shazier? Are you praying for other people in the NFL if there is some temporary paralysis or something like that. I understand the emotion that everyone is feeling, but there's also this as well. I turn on NFL Live to hear NFL Breakdown. And Dan Orlovsky is great at breaking down the NFL. I am a massive fan of his work. But in that moment, for as much as he felt it, people did not turn on NFL Live to hear them pray for DeMar Hamlin as noble a thought process as that may be. I turn in on national television for that breakdown and for them to lend experience the way you just did. See, to me, this is the, well, we're not going to tell them no because everybody is afraid to not look like they're being sensitive enough to DeMar Hamlin. Whereas what you brought up and talking about, boy, it's going to be hard for them to focus. It's going to, and you you took us into the mind of the NFL player. That's what I want. That's why I tune in to NFL Live. And this isn't an anti-praying take or anything like that. It's the read the room. And I get that he's feeling that. A lot of people are. But I don't think sports talk shows or even our buddy Sal Sports in Buffalo, who we busted his balls six ways to Sunday, is going on his show and being like, folks of Buffalo, let's start with a prayer. And it's the whole, you do it in front of the stadium and you want to be a part of it for the people that are out there with the vigil, that's okay. You're taking up two minutes of a 30-minute show, which has got eight, nine minutes of commercials in it yeah, already. 22 minutes of content. And I get that. Because they're feeling it versus taking me into the locker room another way, which is why those guys are there. And that's where somebody should have been in his ear being like, don't do this. Don't do it. And he even, and Orlovsky even knew that there were going to be people like me or others that were going to sort of take him to task on this. Because he even stopped and said, yeah. man, I don't know if this is right, but it's what I'm feeling, which I get. I understand. But you got 30 minutes of real estate on national television in the middle of the day, and you take the two minutes to pray for the guy because everybody is tiptoeing around this because they don't want to talk about what the NFL put out in a statement, which is we're playing games this week. 
So is it not okay to talk about the games? Or do I have to every time before we go to talk about hell, even us, we had to do the whole disclaimer. Boy, Mar Hamlin, but we're gonna talk about the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, no. Like it I, feels like everybody yeah. is walking on eggshells around this, and it is a serious situation. Yeah. But look, somebody brought this up on the text at 37937. NASCAR is a completely different sport. <laughs> But, you know, uh, Dale Earnhardt drives yeah. into the wall and passes away. And because he was such a big name, that sport stopped down. But there have been numerous other drivers, whether in practice. One of the petties lost their life, I think, in New Hampshire Motor Speedway or something like that a bunch of years ago. That sport ultimately <laughs> moves on. They talk about it and then they go. Yeah. I th- Listen, you made an excellent point, by the way. Um, that's why I said under the circumstances, I would allow it. Right? I feel like a judge. I will allow it, counselor. Um, you were your you, gavel. Yeah, I wanted my your... gavel. Like, hold on, hold on, you know. But it is funny. Like, like, what about you know anyone who's uh, agnostic? What if like, what if he, what if like he, suddenly he's like, you know, I saw this funny tweet on the text chain, right? And it says like, what if he was gonna pray to the Easter Bunny? Like, I'd like to pray pray to the Easter Bunny real quick. I mean, it, listen, it's exaggerating the situation. I get it, but there is part of this that it, it that just doesn't belong. Period. But under the circumstances. I'm going to allow it. I get it. I get but it. But you're right. What about Ryan Shazier? What about all the Pittsburgh Steelers? What about all the people who are covering the Steelers who were, who used to play for the Steelers? Ryan Clark. What if he did it, right? Personal friend. And if he did it as soon as the show was over or before the show and they sat there and said, hey, listen, we knew we were going to talk about DeMar Hamlin and we said a little prayer for him before we started the show. Totally appropriate. Totally fine. I don't have an issue with Dan Orlovsky praying for him. I have an issue with him doing it in the middle of an NFL show where there are other ways that you can sort of help people understand what is going on for some of these teams in the NFL and the Bills in particular. And instead it turned into let's take two minutes and pray for the guy, which you could have done before or after the show. Because there are going to be those who's going to be like, listen, you know, like Skip Bayless got ripped up and down yesterday for some of the silliness that he did. But this is one of those where a lot of people are going to maybe more be like you and be like, hey, I'll allow it. Yeah. But I recognize that it's a little much. Yeah. And, and, and I think Dan is like this. You know, like I think he is hardcore Bible thumping and you know and fear of God. Uh, I know. I, I, so so under those family. circumstances, under those circumstances, I'm like, okay, like he's feeling the spirit. I got to let him go. Get out of his way. You know, I just don't think it belongs unless it's like, you know, you know, one of those invent evangelical like, you know, TV stations or whatever. Quickly, let me just give you another because I know we got to go here. But if they got a report that said it isn't good, it's going sideways. Praise Jesus right there in real time. I that wouldn't bother me as much as we've had 24 hours to sit on this. We're getting updates from family members. It is the situation is what it is. I mean, again, because the way they stopped down in Cincinnati, are we supposed to think that the Bills are just going to shut it shut it down completely? They're going to ultimately play a football game again unless they're not going to play on Sunday. And that's the part where it's like, okay, the media has been almost oversensitive yeah. to this. Yeah, there are ways to balance both. But I don't know, praying on national television is a, a part of the way to get there. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.